0: Hey everybody i'm matt hill i am uh, blessed to be here with uh well a family member as well as uh, a a new acquaintance and uh well introduce yourself craig i'm craig brown with uvt underground vision technologies and what about you buddy jody Whiteneck with craig with uvt well uh, i came up here because craig has a very uh innovative uh technology and man this is this is something uh well tell everybody about what you guys are doing with well, the underground vision well the technology we developed is
1: uh We started hearing about all the plugged, uh, abandoned oil wells in the U.S. that were uh, leaking methane gas, and the target was, could we figure out a way cheaper, faster, smoother than the conventional way of plugging? Well, we went to the University of Tulsa, and we have a good relationship with them, and started talking to their their petroleum engineers, their teachers, their people there with doctorate, and they said, uh, the way we're doing it today is not a good way of plugging, because It's the best way they've
0: come up with so far.
1: Conventional way of plugging doesn't work because when you go in and you pump cement, and we all know cement cracks, well, they'll put a cement plug, set a bridge plug, cement plug. When the cement cracks, methane will escape and go back into the atmosphere. And the first target was, they said, you got to, if they're going to do it, they weren't too worried about it until all the federal funding came in place. And then everybody kind of panicked because they're saying, we're better off to screw a swedge in that pipe and leave it alone than we are to go in and do conventional plugging. Because once you cut the pipe off and put cement plugs in there, that the methane migrates to the surface, they immediately have no way of getting back in to fight the problem. So we decided to build, trying to try and figure out how to build a seal that would literally shut 100% of methane off coming up up the well. And in doing so, we bought a camera A high definition camera where you can see you've got side view, down view. And what we'll do is go into a well now and run down and find the perforations and check and see if there's any holes in the pipe, integrity of the pipe. We'll be able to run this seal down in there that I'm going to show you here in a minute how it goes together. It's a very simple process that hydraulically will set a brass liner, a brass seal into the well bore. And it's made up of brass and aluminum bronze and it will not be eaten up by salt water. We had to get a metallurgist involved. We've got a proprietary uh, slurry for our for our brass. You created your
0: own metal for this process. Yes. Because that's cool. Well, the <laughs> zinc
1: content had to be low enough to keep the salt water from eating it up but high enough to allow it to stretch. Okay. So we have we have our own own type of brass. And what'll happen is we will literally set this down in the well and we have a truck that was built by Aberdeen Dynamics that's all computerized. Everything's set up to where it eliminates mistakes of our people because you literally program in the depth you want it, the size of pipe we're setting it in, and it knows how much pressure it takes to set this seal into the well and not damage the pipe.
0: Yeah, it can't be in a tremendous amount of pressure. It's got to be just the right amount because that, that pipe's been there for a while, more than likely if they're asking for these you know, wells to be abandoned yeah. and plugged.
1: Yeah, so. what we found
0: is we ran
1: probably – 200 of these seals that we've set now, majority of them above ground because we can't, we got to have clearance to set them in the well. Sure. But we've set some in the wells where the operator said set them. Uh, It was all right with them for us to set them. But what we've got, we've got uh, two of them that have been at the University of Tulsa under pressure now, and I'm going to ask, five months. We're only allowed to put 200 pounds of pressure on them in the city limits of Tulsa. But they've set them out in the weather, they've brought them in the buildings. They have done everything they can do to make them leak, and there is no leakage. Though. So, you've,
0: you've, like you said earlier, you've cold welded these seals to the wall of the casing.
1: When you put this in here, we put it in with enough hydraulic pressure that an inch and a half of this brass is cold welded to the pipe. And so when we ran all of our tests, we've done a pressure test from the bottom up, and we had to get a special pipe. And TU has witnessed all of these tests. We have a white paper on it. We were able to go up to 10,000 pounds of pressure at the bottom, blowing up at it, and it leaked zero. We have pushed, uh, I got scared on our press and, and stopped, but we went to 10 and a half tons on the five and a half seal, and it didn't come loose from the pipe. So we cut one out so we could see what it looked like. And it's literally, there's an inch and a half of brass that is co-welded to that pipe, the uh, it scale doesn't hurt it. If you can get this in there, the thing weighs eighty pounds when we head down the hole with it. And as you can see, it has real sharp edges on it. So if, if our camera will go in the hole, this will go in the hole. And so when I got it all built, I had Jody come by, and Jody's had a lot of experience in oil fields. I, my my experience was drilling rigs. Jody's was wireline services. So Jody came over. And he looked at it and he said, "Does it really work?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, it really does work." And so, it's a good question. The, and, and believe me, it didn't work at first. We yeah. probably set off thirty of them to get the right. This it's was the metallurgist to get the. You know, we have a metallurgist with us to get the right slurry to where it would stretch, still be strong enough to cold weld and not rip. I mean, there, it looks simple when I put it together, but it was. This has been almost two years, two years getting in research, here, yeah. and we knew once we could make this yeah, work. Then we could build a liner because, as we found in these old wells, so many of them have been abandoned because they got holes in their pipe up above. Mm -hmm. Well, we wanted to be able to set the seal, and then be able to go in if there's holes in the pipe, put the liner in there, and that way, if our seal was to
0: fail, this a lot longer. Yes, eight foot liners now. Yeah, we'll be able to do twenty
1: footers by the end of the month. Yeah, we had to get a we have a hose, a one of a kind hose. That we had built, that we paid to do the research on, we have a hose that looks like it belongs on a grease gun, but you can literally—it will hold eight hundred pounds at five thousand feet. It will work at fifteen thousand pounds of pressure, and it will uh, go over a million times before the inside of it's ever supposed to
0: have any damage. So, or, on these seals, you can do any size casing, just about any
1: size. Any size?
0: The big, we can do seven inch.
1: We can do nine and five. Eight.
0: The bigger, the easier,
1: because the bigger, the bigger the pipe. The more horsepower I can get with a hydraulic cylinder, we can custom build these to fit any well. I mean, you know, uh, this is a game
0: changer for plugging wells. Well,
1: you know, and we got two little trucks. Because also,
0: and here's what interests me the most. Interests me the most in the future, you can go out and use those wells again. Yes, I mean that's that's the whole thing that the uh, when you plug in abandoned wells now,
1: it's that's it. That's it's well gone done. forever.
0: This will change that.
1: Yeah, and, and I can show you. You want me to put it together and show you how this thing yeah, goes Yeah, show, show us how it works. Okay, you have, a, you have a threaded rod, and you have a shear pin. And what will happen is when you put – you can see inside there. This is drilled out far enough to drop the rod but, in. But this is all solid. But from here on down, this is solid. So whenever I put this in here, I have a shear pin. If I get the hole. There we go. I have a shear pin. Now you have threaded rod up. And this is basically the brass. This is it. You can see it's solid from from here up. It's yep. solid other than the hole drilled through it. There's a reason for that. We'll get to it. You put this on here. Then you have a hydraulic. That's the entirety of the system. hydraulic system right here. You put this on. It's a one-way hydraulic cylinder. By doing that, you screw the nut down on top of it and the only thing that travels is a cylinder here in the center, and we have a hydraulic hose that hooks onto here. That's that hydraulic hose, that's, so we only have one thing going down the hole, this is it. When We, we, we know the pressures that I'm not gonna to go to right now, because right. but we have the pressures where we've tested for five and a half, four and a half, seven inch pipe to be able to put this to the wall, not damage your casing, and what our truck's set up with those numbers in it because we have a computer on the so,
0: truck. So all this is
1: doing is expanding that. This is pulling this up into here where this cylinder goes up. It's pushing against this nut, and it's pulling up, and you have a six-inch travel right here. Yep. That travels up against this nut, and you go to a certain amount of pressure, and it will be set on the wall. And then the computer will ask our guys, are you ready for step two? They punch yes. It's pre-programmed in there to shear the pin off. It'll increase to that shear point, but you're, you've already bottomed this out, and it's now. Then all you're doing is pulling against the shear pin. You're not pulling against the wall, and then it will go on up and shear it off, and
0: then but, that, that that mechanism this, just comes out.
1: This right here comes out of the hole, and as that uh, I didn't bring the one up that was a finished product. I have one that's you can see it.
0: I thought I brought it up here. It's okay. I mean, that's essentially, uh, this is up in this here. This is up and in now, here. And now it's cold welded into the, the well This board. amount of it's cold welded in there, solid. And no gas, no fluids is getting by no ever until you want to. And we,
1: and we haven't talked to operators yet, but you know on fluid level, water uh, uh, water floods, how a lot of the operators are fighting fluid levels in their, You know, the corporation commission will come out and make them either pump one down or plug it. Okay we can set this seal in at the depth of the corporation commissions allowing allow their water to get to boom. They don't have to pump that well again. We're, we're here to help. We're here as an environmental company trying to get rid of methane. This can cross back over to the oil field
0: people to save them a tremendous amount of money. Cause I've been in oil field my whole life. And well, every investor out there, you know, we, we talked about this, you know, the ESG is now, you know, upon us. And, mm-hmm. uh, this, this is a game changer for our industry. We, uh, we can go out, you know, and, uh, Really do us now. You were talking to me earlier. Um, how many wells do you think are on the books to be uh, plugged right now? Well, Oklahoma shows a recording of seventeen
1: thousand, and my wife has all the numbers because she does most of the research. But there is a, according to McGill, there's two hundred eighty-five thousand in Oklahoma.
0: Just in Oklahoma. So nationwide, yeah. then, what were we? What were the at? numbers? 3.2 million. 3.2 million. Million. million wells possibly need to be uh, plugged right now, yet now we have the technology not to abandon them. Mm-hmm. They can just be utilized sometime in the future when we have better technology to go and uh, harvest the resources left over. Or recharge, like you said, yeah. some of the wells in uh we've, you know. You know, know we
1: talked to them in Wyoming, and they, they have a coal bed methane up there that they feel like they run tests on, that if they can seal them, they'll actually recharge themselves over a period of time. Them. And if they plug them with cement and go back in and drill the cement out after this period of time, if it doesn't leak, this wouldn't leak. That's one they, one. they can recharge themselves, and they really don't want to drill the cement out to take a chance on contaminating the, the zone again when they're going in there drilling everything out with this. I mean, it's just brass and aluminum bronze. It's going, to, it's going to go right out. But the minute we built this, we immediately went to try and figure out how to do a liner. We figured if we could pull this through this, we could put a brass liner in. And then Jody came in and said, wait a minute. There's a tremendous safety factor. I never was in the wireline business. Jody was. And Jody can tell you the safety factor compared to this, compared to the conventional way of, of setting uh, bridge plug and cement work.
2: Yeah, it's, it's kind of a twofold thing. First and foremost is just the, intri- the intrinsic safety value built into this entire system. Everything in the oil field, with the exception of about 2%, are set, with explosive over electric setting tools. That's how you send off everything down hole. That's how you set your plugs, your packers, anything else that needs done perforating all done with electricity and explosives. And this is just pressure? This is pressure, Hydraulic pressure. Pressure only. No electricity, no explosives, which that right there takes 90% of the risk out of anything related to wireless. The problem with it is it's that stray current, stray voltage voltage current from anything else in the oil field well in the world that we live in now. Everything's connected by flow lines. You've got heater treaters, you've got cathodic protection, you've got neighboring wells that you have to shut in just to make it safe enough to work on a well here. So you're shutting down production, plus all the other risks you take. But you take an explosive setting tool and a normal wireline plug, you set everything off of releasable slips. We're running an 80 to 100 year old casing. These you know, is old enough that it cannot take the jar and the pounding from the slips or the you know the, the things that hold a conventional wireline plug in you damage the casing cause your own leaks which the industry you know, that's been the best thing out there for the last 40 or 50 years But the plug in abandoned one you set a wireline plug that doesn't hold. So then you do dump cement on top of it to overcome the leaking problem, but the cement doesn't hold either and the entire industry knows that. Your, your, your cement is, is suspect to everything in the hole the same as the plug is. And all of your corrosive fluids eat the cement the same as they do the wire line
0: plug. The advantage to this and this, this expandable even, liner from this expandable pressure. liner,
2: which, you know, there have been a few what they call casing patches on the market. The and, hey, I've, I've, I have
0: a good friend that sells the casing patches, and they work, you know, they're amazing for what they are. When you get them to work But and this when they is, work properly. But, but this, this is brand new.
2: This is brand new. The advantage to this versus a casing patch is there's no rig time, there's no stick pipe to go in and dress it up, mill the inside to clean it up. Our ID is consistent, the entire length of the sleeve, you can run right back in the hole. But the ultimate saving grace to every bit of it is if this eliminates the conventional plug and abandon, where you dump a plug, you dump cement that don't work, but then they cut the pipe off. You have just eliminated any chance that you have without a humongous expenditure to go back in and try to fix yeah, it. you Yeah, people drill new create. wells instead, right? Right, you drill new wells, so you've got pipe out here cut off under the ground that no one can reach with things in them that are not mm-hmm. doing what they're designed to do, which is why we're in the situation we're in today. But cold welding catching the entire circumference of the pipe without the snips, yeah, this is crazy how much it.
0: this is you know just completely yep. bolstered this entire yep. piece of casing. Well, see if you will notice it's already cut. Yep. You California put, had us do that. They wanted to know if we had... for you know uh, that would be perfs. Perfs, yes sir. But yep. that covers it all. Yeah. Yeah. so yes. it, it, yes. we had the pipe
1: cut in two and yeah. welded on one side so it'd be crooked. Yep. Because yep. California had asked us if we could actually where earthquakes cheered their pipe operator. Sure. Hey, our weather.
0: entire industry is very well aware of seismicity. It's not just California. Right. It's Oklahoma and Texas and you know Haynesville. There's there's no place we don't experience it. You know we we all see that when the you know the casing designs nowadays with getting thicker casing because you know everything's happening down hole and pressures are on that casing. So. It's it's a cool system, isn't it?
2: It is. It's just it's hands down better than anything I've seen after 30 years in the industry. It's just the fact, the simplicity behind it, with the problems that it solves, is just it's a no-brainer. Because you've you've taken the danger out of all the downhole work when it comes to wireline by eliminating the electricity and the explosives. This is a system more people can run. You can run with better efficiency and with a whole lot less damage to the neighbors shutting in neighboring wells shutting down equipment that needs to run by using this system it's just I, like i said i'm on board because it's it's genius it's the, everything behind
0: it is i'm on board you awesome. got a free sponsorship right now on uh, my my <laughs> podcast yeah you, you have to pay for this yeah. <laughs> no one does <laughs> well that that is uh it's pretty you
1: know and they all look and say well who did this who did we've had some great great people involved in this sure you we have actually a have team. a we have one company matt that will and Jody's associated with Go Bob Pipe, they go out, they will pay the money to pull the rods of tubing out of these abandoned wells. We can literally bid one so they know what it costs mm-hmm. instead of going, well, well, plug one, and you bid it in at $30,000, and you get out there, and it cost them
0: two hundred.
2: Yep.
0: Bob will pull the pipe, because re- he sells it to farmers, Bill Gates. So it's part of the plugging and banning process where they're making money on the recovery of the other stuff yeah. down the hole, yes. and this is just included. Yeah.
1: Wow. We, we We go in, and we... When we pull in with Art, he's not with UVT. Right. Sure, sure. But he's a separate entity that will go out, pay to pull the rods and tubing. So what are we going to do
0: for all the abandoned wells that you know need to be plugged now, but in a you know more responsible way, but don't have anybody associated with them for the costs? You know that's where you know we're all looking at across the nation as to, well, you know who's going to pay for this on this well? Well, here's are we what we going to have government. Uh, you know, funds come into play. Yeah, they're going to have to. Yeah. And here's what, this is what TU was afraid of.
1: They weren't plugging enough of them in Oklahoma to be an issue. Okay. If they get government funding here in Oklahoma, they go out and plug a thousand of them conventionally, the way they're doing them shooting off pipe. They're going, we're going to have a disaster here in a few years when that starts cracking the and the methane starts down. coming out of the ground. And we're better off to gone. just leave them alone than do what they're getting ready to do by yeah. shooting off pipe. There's people in the people who don't agree with us, but we've been, in, you know, this is all TU does is study cement, study downhole hey, pressures.
0: If you want to go a step further, you can use this and then cement on top of that. Sure. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's extra steps you can take yeah. if you're not completely convinced of this, fine, use this plus. And what we've even discussed
2: is, you know, in the if it stays at a state level, like you every, every state has its own organization, it takes them X amount of time to plan to go do one well. We can set 50 of these in 50 wells while they make their plan to go plug and abandon the well. This
0: is efficient and fast.
2: It's efficient and fast. We've shut down the methane. If it takes them six months or a year to figure out what they want to do, we've already solved the main ecological problem. Worry about the financial problem and how they want to do it later, but let us stop what's messing everything up in the beginning because we can stay miles and years ahead of them, and then they can plug and abandon them however they want. Mm -hmm. However, I still think cutting the pipe off is the biggest mistake they're making, and hopefully, this will lead to the elimination of that and solve future problems as we go. Man,
0: this gives me goosebumps. Colorado now,
1: Colorado has changed their regulations yeah. to use our seal. They're getting Colorado going to. Colorado has looked at. You know, I'm they, there they list, to know. We'll see. We have we have TU involved. We have OU involved. We have letters from professors. At yeah, you want to
0: talk to uh, Caitlin at OU? Yeah, great guy. Hey, Caitlin, I know you're watching. He totally,
1: you know, he agrees. Don't cut off pipe. Yeah. we went, we've got professors from florida state from uh chicago and they're all saying the same thing look guys don't cut the pipe off so i'm not saying we're so smart we're telling y'all not to do this i'm saying my uncle craig's pretty smart i'm saying look to people (laughs) (laughs) just go to people let the people that study this every day listen to them i mean they're they're telling you don't do it and you know some people are listening colorado was the first well wyoming i think they're going to uh do something on theirs but uh We've presented this to the OCC here. They know we have it. Uh, Railroad. Right, right, their regulation
0: on your, you know,
1: yeah. The use problem is. I mean, Oklahoma's problem is regulations say you have to use concrete. For well, now. We,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, And you know, uh, Florida. I mean, Colorado changed one word and made it legal, or tip, temp-
0: or a permanent seal, or a permanent seal. Okay. And so that's how they got around it. Well, there we go. Hey, uh, state uh, lawmakers, uh, please, you know, take a look at this technology now. Before I let you guys go. There's one more thing that I'm very excited about uh, you guys doing is all of this technology and equipment is being made and manufactured and uh, employing people here in Oklahoma. Absolutely. So this is all out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's a unique thing. We
1: have Aberdeen Dynamics. We have uh, Houston Services. We have Go Bob Pipe. All these companies have come Sawyer together. Fabrication. Sawyer Fabrications. All these companies have come together. And everybody understands. You know, I'm an oily. I didn't believe in this this methane stuff. I thought, ah, oh, I do now. Yeah. You I mean it. You I, I got involved with TU and and I understand what our issues are. And so does Jody and all of our
0: partners. And you know, we're not saying what people did twenty years. They thought they were doing right. Everybody twenty years ago was doing the best they doing could best at the time, them. you know, and but they didn't you, know that was not gonna be an issue. But to you them. also gotta be truthful about it. Oil men wrote those laws.
2: Yeah, maybe. And they wanted
1: that casing to use on another well. And this was a way of getting their casing out, moving to another well. Nothing wrong with it. They thought they were plugging them correct. Those laws were put into effect for that reason. And now then we're still using that law to do them today. And, we're tell- and we've got universities Times and professors telling have changed,
0: technology you, have changed, yeah. and processes have changed.
1: You know, it's going to make a lot of people mad if they quit cutting off pipe because they're selling pipe, they're doing things with it. But if you want our grandkids, which I've got 17 of them, me and my wife that I do not want my grandkids out here fighting the same problem
0: to a scale that's going to be huge compared to what we have now. We have if the they technology the right off. now to start fixing mm-hmm. this. Well, I I you know I always talk about uh, our industry is very good stewards of our natural resources. Yeah. So anytime we see methane mm-hmm. escaping, that's really a you know financial thing that we're not harvesting as well. So, you know, the, the stuff like this it fascinates me. So thank well, you for doing this. And
2: then there's there's one more thing to bring up as well. You run into a lot of things, too. There's a lot of areas out here and wireline everywhere I have. You run into issues with H2S, but also CO2 and CO2 floods. This sleeve, the sleeve that we set in here, is the same makeup as the seal. CO2, H2S, the carbonic acid created by CO2 in fluid, Will not eat this copper or the brass.
0: It'll eat that casing before. It'll
2: eat the casing before. So we still have the ability to go in on 30, 40 year old CO2 floods and set sleeves to repair damaged casing. And that keeps these guys from plugging and walking away from co And you can set floods.
0: sleeves. Throughout more than you can set more than one sleeve oh, yeah, throughout yes. each well too. We just so, have oh, to start yeah. at the bottom great. work our way up. Just work at the bottom oh, so, I mean this that, is great.
2: This is an even bigger selling point. I mean, granted, that seals it, but there are wells out there that are producing that are still making people money that they're walking. I love that
0: from. you guys created something for the environment and ended up also add adding a bonus to the you know yeah. rest of the industry as well with the sleeve. This is for the oil man and this is for the environmental. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> it's for everybody. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, but
2: I mean it's just like I said, that's the reason I came back to help them and get back in the oil I, I walked away to it. Half and a half years ago because you I was wanted tired to get this. of the status quo yeah. and everything just do this and I mean I actually I believe in what we've done in 30 years the years my dad spent in the oil field I believe in the oil field but I also believe there's a better way to do things
0: Amen How do uh, how do people get a hold of you Craig? What's the website? Uh, and would you come in here and give us all the stuff it's UVT It's, it's, it's Underground Vision underground Technologies vision technology. AM, AM,
2: you know, uh-huh. at Underground Vision Technologies if you want to send a note but uh, it's
0: UVT Solutions. UVT com. People, please follow them on uh, all the social platforms, of course, but go to UVT Solutions.com and check this out. And uh, and also, we're going to do a demo on this at Sawyer Thursday morning at 10 o'clock. Yeah, if I can get this up on the internet fast enough, yeah, uh, please come to Tulsa to Sawyer Fabrication uh, this Thursday, uh, that 10 o'clock. Just email Ann because they're going to cook hamburgers out here and stuff. We just like to no, know I how many yeah. we got to. And if, hey, if you don't make this one, just hit up Craig. He's yeah. uh, honored to come show you uh, this technology anytime. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you guys out of here and we'll get back to this test. All right. Take Thank care. You.